Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to. Are we keeping the wage on this? Because you, like you, you I'm picking a nighter regardless. What we better? Can we bet? I'll be here on the time. I'll be here. I bet. Five hundred. Five hundred. Hey, money good. Money's good. Let's go. Hey, I lost my money. I'm trying to give away somebody else's money too. Extra five hundred. Extra five hundred. Extra five hundred. Go to stack. Go to stack. Go to stack. Mr. Yeah. I think you got to show it to me, actually. Oh, okay. We got to show the world. We got to show the world. Okay. America was a thousand dollar wager. I'm the eagle of the shining day. Listen, it's cool. We lost one game. We stood number one seat. And guess what? And guess what? Run the Eagles. Me, they done paid me so much money. money. I'm cool with losing. You're cool with losing. Good. Let me get that money. Let me get the money for I need all of it. I need all of it. Oh, my goodness. I, I wanted hundreds. I'll take 20. Yeah, you, I got some tens. I wanted hundreds. And all that up to serve. I'll take Hey, look. Hey, look. 20. Hey, look. You my man. My you dog. Bet. I'm honest, dude. I don't want to put it in your hands. I ain't. I, bet. I, ain't <laughs> I don't know why they got tape on my bread like man. that. I don't know now. If y'all saw on Twitter, I said, I'm just going to gift this to a Niners fan because y'all, y'all did the work. I didn't even go to the game. Oh, okay. I'm just going to Venmo a Niners fan. Y'all can check out the Twitter to see the details. Oh, yeah. I'm just taking it from Shady's pockets uh, to y'all. I don't even need it. Whoever, I don't even need whoever it. Whoever that Niners fan oh, is, just know this. He will rock with y'all this game. Y'all be bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna rock with y'all again. Hey, first off, it's a delivery fee. Yeah, I gotta come out. Fiction briefcase. I like this. Stuff. <laughs> this is like an idea right here. Y'all, this is Speak. It's about to be the best 90 minutes of your day. I'm the, to my left, that's Joy Taylor. Far end is James Jones. He needs no introduction. Eagles all-time rushing leader. But on this show, on this day, Shady, I do apologize because it's time for me to be honest. Mm. I'm not gonna be nice. 
It's time for me to be honest. Um, the Niners proved that they were the best team in football yesterday. They proved that they were the best team on the field yesterday. And it was not very kind, nor was it very close. Six consecutive touchdown drives by the Niners. 85 yards, 90 yards, 75 yards, 77 yards, 75 yards, 48 yards. What I loved about this game is that it was relatively clean. Both teams had 47 penalty yards. Neither team turned the ball over. So the Eagles played clean, the Niners played clean. And the Niners ended up victorious. I said that the Niners are a bust or blowout team. They will either lose or they will blow your doors off. Mm. What did they do in the link? Woo. They blew the doors off of Philadelphia. And when I was really thinking about it, I thought to myself, did any Eagle player play a bad game? Nope. Was this one of those games where some Eagles player just slipped in coverage? James Bradbury gave up an 80-yard touchdown. It didn't happen. Mm. If you look based upon the PFF rankings, I don't love PFF, but I will submit to this statistic, Bradbury did not allow one yard in coverage. Mm. One! And the Niners still had 42 yards of offense. The best team not only won, the best team dominated. It was not luck. It was not fortune. It was not chance. It was domination. Bang, bang. Niner game. Shady McCoy, yes, Eagles sir. all-time rushing that's leader. Right. You stand on yours, big that's, dog. That's what I all my whole life. Yours. You won't back down from nothing. Did the best team win yesterday? America, the best team has won. Mm. <laughs> And to be able to be the, be the best, you got to beat the best. Yep. The best team in the NFC, they beat. Philadelphia Eagles, they beat them. So, yes, the Niners are the best team in football. And when I watched that game, a lot of things stood out to me, right? They dominated up front. Mm -hmm. And as much as we joke about Kyle Shanahan, yeah. we got to give him his praise. Yeah. He cut us and diced us all the way up. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God. Onions. Right? It's just, it's just the, way he, the way he coaches, man. Like you have a route runner in Ayuk, mm -hmm. and he uses him like that. You have the, probably the best football player with the ball in his hand, Debo Samuels. Mm -hmm. He did that screens, reverses, everything he wanted. He was dicing us up. And then Brock Purdy. Right? It, it, they talk about his up and down. He was so poised and calm yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I watched the tape today, and I had a chance to call Frank Gore, one of my good friends. He works there right now. And I was talking about the game as we watched the tape. And I got to be honest, they dominated us up front, right? They, everything they wanted to do, they did. They controlled the line scrimmage. They ran the ball extremely well. I think for us, we didn't play our best game. But one thing I think that, that I think changed the game early, when you drive up and down the field on the Niners and you don't get a touchdown, yeah. when you, and it's 6-0, there's no pressure. A young quarterback like Brock Purdy, there's no pressure. Right? To, to, to make him remember the bad games he did have, there was no pressure. Mm -hmm. But when you come up 14-0, yeah, that's story. some pressure. Mm -hmm. Now we need Kyle Shanahan. He might make a mistake mm -hmm. by trying to force yeah, something. Desperate. Brock might make a mistake trying to force something, and we didn't give him that. And to come into a way, come mm -hmm. on the road Man. in Philadelphia in the league, Man. the league ain't easy to play. Not at all. And it was a lot, a lot of people there. Yeah, a lot of people there. And they did their thing. I got to give a lot of respect to the Niners out there, man. Y'all deserve it. Y'all the best team in the NFC. No. Y'all the best team in the football right now. Ooh. But, but before, I, before I pass the rock, uh -huh. it's only one game. It's only one game. It's only one it's game. It's only one game. And I told you before, if you get blown out, that means nothing for sure. either team. Sure. Because we're going to see them again. Uh-huh. Hope so. Well, uh, well. Joy Taylor did the best team win. You hope so. I hope so. I want to see that game again. Mm. Oh. I mean, I think I don't know we have to hope. I think. It's going to happen. We, we? I mean, we both could be the uh, all right, well, uh, maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's all downhill from here, Shady. I don't know. Um, yeah, the best team won. Best team won. I got to tell you, I did not see that coming. I did not. I didn't either. I did not see that coming. When we talked about and previewed this game, I thought it was going to be uh, close. Maybe one team would take advantage of another team's mistakes, and that's how it could kind of get away. But that, that was just... That was a brutal, brutal watch. Brutal, brutal. Or delightful, depending on where, what's, what side of the ball you're on. But, I mean, overall, as a fan, 
who would have liked to see something more competitive. But I think that's reflective of where the Niners are right now, which is why they are the best team in football. The Niners are a unit. Mm. You are going to be hurting after that game is over. You are going to get hits. Mm. It is going to be a long, tough <laughs> battle. That's how they play. That's the energy that they bring across the board on, in, on every dimension of the, of the game. I agree with you, Shady. To me, this game came down to those two drives. That set the tone. It was feeling bad after that. You have two drives to start. The, I'm, I'm like, oh, this, this is about to be a the blowout. Blow, yeah, blowout. Yeah. <laughs> and you walk away with two field goals. Yeah. You put no pressure on Purdy. You put no pressure on the Niners. They can play exactly the way that they wanted to. They don't have to change the game plan, what, game plan whatsoever. And I understand it became a blowout, but you're, you're playing differently when you're down 14. You just are. So I, th- I think those two drives coming away with two field goals was a disaster for the Eagles. And then from there, it, it just spiraled. But... The Niners did an incredible, incredible job in that game on the road against the best team in the NFC going into the weekend. So you got to say they're the best team. Yeah, this, this, this was pure dominant, man. The best team won. Um, when you watch that game on, on Sunday, I'm watching the game, number one, they got bullied up front. Bullied. I don't even like using that word, but they, they got bullied up front on both sides of the ball, offensive line and defensive line. They got bullied by coaching, mm. right? Nick Sirianni got purely outcoached. The offensive coordinator, whoever the offensive coordinator is for Philly, he got outcoached. The Johnson. game plan for the, for the Philadelphia Eagles was not a good game plan. One thing I know about the San Francisco 49ers that they struggle with is mobile quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah. That's what they struggle with. You have one of the best mobile quarterbacks in football. The Niners are rushing four people, and you standing in the pocket trying to find somebody open. That is not going to work. It was a bad game plan by the Philadelphia Eagles. Every time it was a positive game, an explosive game, Jalen Hurts was out of the pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether he was running or whether he's giving his receivers some extra time to get open, he was out of the pocket. They did nothing to utilize his legs. The Niners rushed four every single game, spy Fred Warner on Jalen Hurts, and just pure dominant. More physical than them boys up yeah. front, outcoached them boys. But Acho hit it. Zero turnovers for both ball clubs, right? They were able to punt the football, and the Niners, six consecutive drives up and down the football field on this defense. And and when you talk about being bullied, right, and I get it, that's more of a term for up front, which they did beat us up front. But a lot of that bullying was on the back end too, though. No doubt. They only – they didn't throw the ball over 20 yards the whole game, mm-hmm. right? And that lets me know, okay, so you're throwing the ball for screens, yeah, right? And, you, and, and you're throwing the ball short. Mm-hmm. Catch the ball, you make the tackle. They were breaking a lot of tackles. That's if you right. just watch the two touchdowns that they did have, those are broken tackles. Mm-hmm. Debo was just mm-hmm. – he, he took it personal. Yeah, and then one thing I'm going to say about Debo, Sam, was when you talk that talk, because I talk that, that talk, he walked yes, that sir. walk. Yes, sir. Right? Hey. And look at all these broken – that's a, that's uh. a five-yard pass. He takes that ball with – 47, what was that, 40-something yards? Yeah, it was like 52. I'm, I'm just saying, so I'm showing you all these small routes. That's a one-yard route. That's what they going do, Going away though. to the – but what I'm saying is yeah. you got to tackle. You got to. When you play against a tough team like this, mm-hmm. that's not going to throw the ball 25 yards, yeah. a post for, for 60, a comeback for 30. Like none of that. No mm-hmm. dig, none of that. We're going to throw this ball five, a yard, 10 yards, and we're going to break tackles and score, and that's what they did. Shady, speaking of Debo, do y'all have the tweet? Because after the game, the first thing that Debo tweeted, remember on this show, we said, and I said that Debo has the most pressure on him of any 49ers player. I can't hear the producers yet, so I don't know if we have the tweet. But Debo takes to Twitter while still in the locker room. No. And he says, Adam Angelacho, ain't no pressure. Uh. I said, 
For real? Talking like that, huh? He said, he said, ain't no pressure. I said, okay, Debo, I see you. Because, Shady, you hit the nail on the head. And we all talked about it. This, this came down to a get back. Show get back game. Yep. I need to get my lick back. Mm-hmm. And speaking of getting things back, is Slim here today? No, we no. Have, is Slim here? No. Is Slim? Slim better not be here. Is no. Slim here? Is Slim here? No, is Slim? No. Okay, well, first. First off, we got the tweet. First, we got the tweet. And nah. he was saying, ain't no pressure. But I was just wondering if... We got to check if Slim's still alive, man. It, was, <laughs> it got bad out there, Can man. We? Oh, Slim. Oh, he's yeah. outside, oh, he, oh, he, oh, he, 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 he breathing, though. He's breathing. I think he's trying, to, he's trying to enter the joint. As long as he ain't in here, we uh, good. Uh, 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 it's froze? Uh, 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 oh, ain't no Slim. You know, can we get a replacement? Can we just get something to just in, the, in, in, in oh, placement? Oh, here we go. Can we just... Are they serious? Thank y'all. I'll be honest, right, and it's right by you, though. Hey, you know what's funny about this show? They love my swag when this is going on. <laughs> Too far through the swag. Yeah, they ain't gonna do the swag. I'm gonna be on a swim. It's a copycat Hey, I'm still looking for Slim. I'm in here. I'll take that Niners flag all day. Uh, okay, let's let's get back to the game real quick. Oh, Shady, the disrespect. The disrespect. Fly, we fly, baby. Hey, look, I know one thing about this thing. We, nah, I ain't gonna say that on TV. I ain't gonna read it up on TV. I ain't gonna be on TV. We won the war, though, Joy. Just know that. You was at that game and we lost in that parking lot. We won the war. I'll leave it at that. Not on the field. Might be kids, it might be kids. I am appalled. Okay, now look, we had an intense argument about this on Friday, or maybe it was Thursday. I said that the Eagles would get exposed by the 49ers in this game. Mm -hmm. I said the San Francisco 49ers, San Fran is the one team that could expose the Eagles. Double digit leads, the Eagles had overcome, double digit deficits rather, the Eagles had overcome the last two weeks. But this week against the Niners, I said it wasn't possible. And the Eagles got exposed in this fashion. The Eagles' offensive play calling, it got exposed because it is extraordinarily basic. Nothing is inspiring for the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Their two big gains on the first two drives, which were their best two drives, were A.J. Brown winning on slams and pick routes. Those are high school concepts, and that's A.J. Brown just being a grown man. The Eagles got exposed because their linebackers in coverage are not good enough. Exposed so much so that the Eagles had to go sign Darius Leonard less than 24 hours after the game. Shaquille Leonard, a free agent, 2019 all-pro player linebacker that the Colts recently released. He had to go get signed by the Philadelphia Eagles. Exposure does not mean that the Eagles are a bad team. We need them. I still believe the Eagles are a top three team in the National Football League. But they got exposed to let us realize what their deficiencies are that they could not overcome. Obviously, this was a tense conversation. Joy, do you believe that Shady's Eagles got exposed? Uh, no, because when we had this conversation where we had a debate about what exposing really means. And I don't think that one game exposes a team that is that good and has that much equity. Now, I know I'm very boring. I like consistency. I think what you are consistently week in and week out is more indicative of who you are as a team, not your best or your worst. But that's not very fun for daily television, I know. But that's how I feel. I don't think that one game, particularly in the NFL, exposes you. Right, now, right. Now, oh, that being said, they got another big matchup coming up, the Eagles do, yes, this week, which we will, I'm sure, start previewing tomorrow. And if it goes badly again, yeah. now we have a bit of a trend. And that could be something that 
is a bit of exposure. Now, I don't know how this game is going to go this weekend, and we'll start talking about it tomorrow. But, no, I don't think one game exposes you. And, and look, that was a bad day in the office for the Eagles, like, all around. It was a disaster. It was, it was this. You don't, you don't want to have a game like that, particularly at this point in the season. But what I think they learned is all the things that we were talking about with them as being concerns are not going to work against great teams. That is the problem. San Francisco is a great team. When you don't get it done, they're going to, 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 to spread the lead and they're going to take advantage of it and they're not going to give that up. Against a great team, that's what they're going to do, particularly a team that's designed the way the San Francisco 49ers are. So I don't think that every team in the league Agreed. can do what San Francisco I did to the Eagles. Really any. I don't think any team can. So, so from that perspective, that, that if you play like that, which I don't think the Eagles would play like that every time. To me, exposed means you're, you're not in the same league, and I, I, don't, I don't believe that off of one game. I think if this, this team played, these teams play each other ten times, it would split. James, mm-hmm. let, me, let, me, let me tell a story. I love Joy's point because it's interesting. I think Joy and I are saying the same thing, just using a different word to define it. Uh, James, when I moved into my house out in, 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 in the hills, I thought everything was good. I had a, a contractor come in. He checked the roof, Shady. He checked the floors. He checked the windows. Everything was Gucci. L.A., it don't rain. That's what they tell me. It's always sunny in Southern California. But but if y'all remember, about seven months ago, we got rain mm-hmm. for like three days straight, like a downpour. Next thing you know, my roof leaking. Mm. Now, it took a downpour to make my roof leak. Yeah. But once that downpour came, I realized, wait a second, it exposed to me the fact that my roof ain't exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. The Niners, to me, are that downpour. Mm. Now, nobody, uh, uh, a couple <laughs> raindrops yeah. aren't going to expose that. A couple raindrops of the commanders, of the Giants, mm. aren't going to expose the fact that the Eagles' offense was basic, the fact that the Eagles' defense is not what it was last year. But when you see that torrential downpour, you realize, hey, you better fix what is going on because you got a leaky roof and the, the Eagles have a leaky linebacker core of which they have since addressed. Yeah. Do you think they got exposed? I think the Eagles absolutely got exposed in this game. And I want to share a story, too, because I was 15-1 and in this league. And we were winning football games, but we weren't winning football games the right way. And we weren't playing the way we knew we can play. And we didn't have the confidence in that locker room. When we turned on the tape on, we was finding ways to win, but we knew we weren't a good football team, a dominant football team like the 49ers. We knew that on tape. And eventually... It caught up to us, and it caught up to us in the playoff when we ran into a really good team, and we couldn't overcome those things that we were overcoming in the 15-1 and season. And that's why I'm saying this right now, because the Philadelphia Eagles all season long, not just us up here, the players, we haven't played our best football yet. We haven't played our best football yet. It's about to be week 15. <laughs> like, yeah you, guys are, yeah, you guys are finding ways to win, but it's about to be week 15, and it's the same conversation that we haven't played our best football yet, but we're finding ways to win. No, it's going to catch up to you. And it caught up to you this weekend in a big, big way. In a big, big way. And this is a team that you probably going to have to see again. And if you don't get it fixed, you <clears throat> might have to see them in the city. Mm. In the 415. That ain't oh. the link. That's, that's down there. Where's, where's, where's that? I don't know. That's never, in the Bay, man. Oh, never, oh, never, well, the 408. That's never, where it's at now. It's in the 408. Never, well, you better hope been. you don't got to go. Because mm. if they just did that to you, you in the link, you got to come down there to no, San Jose I heard to play dangerous. these boys yeah. out there. It's going to be trouble. I so heard, for me, yeah. it's just too so much. Man. That they got exposed, man. You know what I don't like, though? It gets out of my skin, though. Because as as the way you speak about the Eagles, oh, you know, 15 and one and all that, and and it finally caught up with us. But I I, I witnessed you say that we're the best team in the NFL, right? Because we find sure. ways to win. So we got to pick and choose what we're talking about here. Oh, you were at right? that time. 
Oh, see, you see what I'm saying? So, Shady, you, I, all I'm saying is, that <laughs> out of your mouth, you said that how the Eagles were the best team in football. Yes, because they were win. finding ways Remember, to win. Remember, bad or good, yes. playing good or bad, we finally win. But I still had concerns. I said that too. Okay, well, uh, you can never be wrong doing that. I'll, I'll say this: you are right as far as we haven't been playing our ball. I thought that we were best team in football because no matter if it's good or bad, you find oh, ways to win the game, there it is. right? And I've always been a big believer in that. But I think I don't think about this exposure. I don't think we got exposed. I, I said that before, right? Because the game go like this on their side. We could blow them out. It could be the same type of thing. And I don't think they're exposed. I just think that going forward, there's some things we have to change, right? The way we've been playing can't beat the Niners that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it makes you step up your game. I think as a competitor, as a, a guy like Jalen Hurts, who is a super leader. I don't know what the 15-1, who's the leader of that team. Aaron but the, right, Great player. I don't know about the leader part. <clears throat> mm. Jalen Hurts is a leader, mm-hmm. right? And if it's anybody that's going to get the team right, it's going to be him. And the best thing about the Eagles, we have we a veteran team. You look around at that team. It's a lot of Super Bowl champions that won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So if, if anybody can get the thing corrected, it's going to be them. Because the Niners right now are the best team in football. That's yeah. hands down. But they can be beat. I got they a can be beat. I got a question. As long as we play the right way. I got a question for you. What needs to be fixed? Mm. A, lot of, a lot of things. Mm. A lot of things. I'm just saying, coming right? out of that game, what needs to be fixed? The first thing is finishing, right? When, you, when, you, when you going up, the, the, the first two drives. Oh, finishing how the drive. You, how you going up the field on the Niners? The Niners. And you don't score. You get three. You can't do that. If you don't get all the way down, you got to get some points. Mm-hmm. As in the touchdowns. Put some pressure on them. We've seen, I'm a big believer that the Niners are a really, really good team all around. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that the, the, the way you beat them is you go at their defense. If the defense struggles... I believe Brock Purdy struggles. Mm-hmm. I know you say a lot of his Trent Williams on him and, and Debo and all them, but it's more of the, I feel it's the defense. That's fair. But they, they put him in such great field positions. We keep talking about how they scored six in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the defense had a lot to do with that too. Mm-hmm. We went to his ball back. You gonna score? <laughs> we went to his ball back. You, gonna, you, you said that's how they work. Yeah. So I just think that a guy like Kyle Shane, who's a really, really great coach, super smart, right? The way he schemes, he, he, he dices us up. But if you put pressure on him, Okay, Kyle, you can't be comfortable with all these trickery plays, right? Because you do, we 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 stopping you, and then you doing these these um, um reverses. Yeah. Reverse, reverse can go for eighty yards for touchdown, or minus ten yards. Mm-hmm. Now it's pressure, right? So all these small things. Like when I watch the tape, the one thing I can't get away from, and I'm being honest as a football player, they dominated us up front. Yes, they did. Right. So you gotta alleviate that. You can't yeah. just get bullied. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know a lot of that because here's, so here's my thought though, two five, and my thought joy is like shady. Where I disagree <clears> with you is saying this could happen to the Niners. I don't agree this could happen to that Niners team, not with Trent Williams and Debo Samuel out there. If some of the Niners players, some pivotal Niners players were hurt, Trent, Debo, Traverius Ward, or Brock Purdy, I think it could have happened. But the the Niners were just better, not like had a better day. The Niners, in my mind, are just better better than that Eagles roster. Now, if you take out number 41, Nicholas Morrow, the linebacker who gave up per PFF 151 mm-hmm. yards himself in coverage, yeah. and you enter in Darius Leonard, if Darius Leonard is by some way playing at an all-pro level, different. But, like, the Eagles aren't better than the Niners. It's really, they're more consistent, and I said this two weeks ago. I didn't even have to see this game. Y'all got upset with me with my, my power rankings because I have the Niners better than the Eagles before they ever played. So I don't think the Niners could have gotten beat like this. They haven't historically gotten beat like this. And, Joy, real quick, one last word is the Niners handled Nick Sirianni, his worst loss ever when playing the starting quarterback. Ever. Mm. This was a historical beatdown. This wasn't a casual or flipping beatdown. This was one of them beatdowns you still talk about when you an older kid talking about, man, I remember when my mom brought out the belt. This one of them beatdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. 
So is it still sniffing an hour later? Because this is why this is why (laughs) this is why these reactions to these games put me in this space. Because I want to give the Niners all the flowers they deserve. But if they meet again in the playoffs and the Eagles beat them by one, what did this mean? You ain't telling this story to your grandkids. You ain't thinking about this game never again in your life. Right. So, so that's why it's one week. Is it significant? Do the Eagles have issues they need to fix? Are the Niners the best team in football? All things are true. But when you're talking about playing at the level in which these two teams are, and, and very few other teams in the NFL right now, what are you going to do when you, when you get back, when you get your get back again? Mm-hmm. That is the question to me. So do I think that the Eagles are so far away from the Niners that they are incapable of beating them talent-wise? I, I don't think so. But coming off last night, it's going to sound silly saying that. But that's why I'm like, yeah, if this happened in the postseason, you're telling your grandkids about that beatdown. But it didn't. It happened in week 14, week 15, and we're going to see how they respond next week against the Cowboys. That's really what my question is now, because how the Eagles continue to put games together against good teams at this point in the season is where I'm going to feel strongly about what they're capable of doing in the postseason at this point. It will be interesting. Quick, we got to go to break, James. We're going to oh, come back to it. We're going to come back to it. We're 23 oh, minutes man. in the A block, big dog. All right, when we return, is it panic time for the Chiefs? You all know how good the Chiefs are, but they lost to James Jones' Packers in Lambeau yesterday. Are we panicked about Pat? That's next. Do not forget, check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. You pick them, James? I was about to pick who? <laughs> you are the- Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Family, we are in second and short. Now, Patrick Mahomes, his first game at Lambeau, it did not go as we expected. Chiefs lost to the Packers and have now dropped three of their last five games. KC's loss also took them from a top two seed to the fourth seed in the AFC. They're now behind the Dolphins, behind the Ravens, amongst another. Shady, you played for the Chiefs. You won a chip with the Chiefs. But is it panic time for Kansas City? This team don't look like your Super Bowl team, big dog. Panic time? Yes, sir. No, not yet. Oh, slow down, big dog. Not yet. Andy Reid still there? Yes, sir. Wait, hold up. Is Mahomes still there? Yes, sir. Okay, they got. They, it's cool. Relax. They had a bad game, right? Out there on the road against the, the Green Bay Packers, who've been playing a lot better, right? Yeah. Jordan Love has been playing lights out. Up and down game. They just. It's just small things. Like look at this play right here, right? Pat's throwing the ball outside. He's coming inside. Small things like that. They got to get together though, and they still lead the league in drops wide receivers. So. These are small things why they can't be the dominant Chiefs that we remember. Because yeah. the defense is playing well, right? right? Last night was tough for them, but they, they've been playing well lately. I mean, they're still 8-4 and four right now. And the best thing about this team is the last six games of the season, easiest schedule in football. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a, a confidence builder. A lot of these wide receivers are that's, that's struggling with the routes, with the communication. That play where I just showed you guys where he's uh, MVS yeah. is going inside, he's throwing the ball outside, things like that. I think when you play weaker competitions, same thing like with the Cowboys, you get that confidence. So now when you play the big dogs, okay, look, look the same way you played George Taylor against, against the, the Raiders, 
Play like that against the, 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 the Chiefs or play whoever it is, whoever yeah. the team may be. And I think that's what they need to do. I think once they get that confidence with the scheduling, they'll be a lot better going forward for the playoffs. Yeah, I can't say panic. Panic and the Chiefs don't go in the same sentence, at, at least all. not when Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are there. Now, there are some true concerns, and yeah. I think at this point in the season, the concerns that we had for the Chiefs at the beginning of last season, I feel like we, and maybe I'm misremembering, but I feel like we weren't as concerned at this point in the year based off the numbers that Patrick Mahomes was putting up that they were going to be okay without Tyreek Hill. I think they've maybe, maybe overstepped a little mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the, in the not needing more talent at the, at the skill positions department. I mean, they're running the ball well, but yes. they need to catch the ball. Like, this is a team that is built on offense. While the defense is playing at a very high level, when we think of the Chiefs, they have an identity. It's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So the, the defense has really been keeping them in these situations because they've had the, this inability to get on the same page. And that's what's really more concerning to me because we know this is a, this is a team that is built on high-level football. They don't make mistakes. This isn't some goofy stuff, backyard football. Okay, it works. We spun around. Like, this is, this is a well-run, well-executed offense yeah. traditionally. So that is what's concerning to me because how, does the miscom- how do these miscommunications keep happening? Because yeah. is it miscommunications or are you just not good enough at that position? So that's really what my question is about the Chiefs. I can't say panic because I think that's disrespectful to what they have built up equity-wise within that building, but there are certainly concerns. James, can you break that down? You're the receiver on the desk. Yes. You led the league in touchdowns in 2012. So it's no, no – I'm humbled to have you here yes, to answer the question that Joy said that on most shows <clears throat> would just go into the air. Yes. But you break down – is it miscommunication yeah, or are the receivers it. just not good enough? Yeah, let's talk about it. First off, um, it's panic time. And the only reason why I say it's panic time is because what is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid all about? Getting to the playoffs? They about winning Super championships. Yeah. So when you get into the playoffs, you are going to be playing really good teams, not the teams you're going to be playing at the bottom of your schedule. But when we t- talk about wide receiver play, this is the MVS play. This is miscommunication, and this is chemistry. Patrick Mahomes is trying to keep you away from the safety. Stay down in these numbers, and it's a walk-in touchdown. That's just about being a, a receiver and a football player and with chemistry with your quarterback. And then when we talk about one-on-ones, this is chemistry right here, right? Rasheed Rice does a solid job on the slant route, and it's just a misthrow of timing. Right. And this shows up consistently with the Kansas City Chiefs. The receivers can't win versus man to man and they, they not making plays down the football field. But even on the final play on the pick on the interception, it's a pick play to Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. And he's looking back at five yards. What are we looking back at five yards <laughs> for? Right now, right. It ain't on a pick right. route and you're looking back for the football. And it's a miscommunication again. And Keyshawn Nix finds the football. But for me, I tell people all the time, it's not a lack of talent for the Kansas City Chiefs. They got second-round draft picks on there. They ain't first round. We got a second-round draft pick on this table. That's an all-time leading rusher. Like, those, they're good football players. But people underestimate the connection and the chemistry that you got to put in to make this stuff go. Let and me, that's what they don't have right now. Really quick. Yep. With Aaron Rodgers, we would be in the huddle, and Coach Mike will call a play in there, and Aaron will be like, J.J., go get the ball. Strictly because he trusted in me. We had the chemistry. He knew I would win and be where I'm supposed to be. F to play Jordy Nelson in the, in the huddle. Greg Jennings in the huddle. JJ, go get the ball. Vice versa, other times. Get in the huddle. Greg, Trust. go get the rock. 
You got, but we were all on the same page. We could finish Aaron Rodgers' sentences for him. We knew if Aaron Rodgers looked at us twice, this is what he want us to do. That's what Tyreek Hill was. That's why you can score in 13 seconds. Mm. That's not what Rasheed Rice is. That's not what Sky Moore is yet. They don't have that chemistry yet. They got to build that. And it's been like that all season long, and I don't see it changing this season. Uh, let's get uh, – I'm going to get real for a second. Obviously, I will say this. I won't, I won't uh, charge y'all to. Sometimes there are dumb players. Mm. There are. Sometimes there are dumb players. Now, I'm not saying anybody on the Chiefs is dumb, but I am telling you at home there are intelligent players. There are unintelligent players. I was not an athletic player. I was an intelligent player. Yeah. I chose getting on the field because he's smart. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm bringing that up, because let's have a conversation most other shows might not. We've been talking about this for the Chiefs for weeks That's now. That's what I'm saying. All I year. played with some linebackers. Shady, you played against some linebackers. This linebacker will continue to bust in coverage because mm -hmm. he's not smart. So if you're hoping that he'll just figure it out, he won't, coach. He won't, because he's not smart. He's not getting any smarter. Now, he can hit. That's why he's on the field. He can run. That's why he's on the field. But he's not smart. True. At what point with the Chiefs are we just wishfully thinking that the communication will start to work? Because this is twice now that I've heard you, and I don't know better. So yeah. Shady, educate me. James, educate yeah. me. I'll talk about it. MBS, we're doing the wrong thing. I think he did it maybe against the Eagles once, and then I think he just did no, it. He just dropped the ball. So, so like, it, at what point is it like? So like, like that, that's a good point because there's some smart guys and some dumb guys. Now I, I'll be honest, like there's some guys that's not that smart, but really, really, really good. good right? yeah. You can't yes. tell how dumb they are because they're correct. Good. But I, I think with the Chiefs, I don't think it's about this. The, the, um, how smart. I think some of that's inexperience and being and youthful and young, right? Mm -hmm. That's something we all went through. Especially if you starting early, <laughs> it'd be hard, right? And the second thing is, it's more of the physical play, like. Catch the ball. They lead the, the, the wide receivers for the Chiefs. They lead the league in drops. Yeah. I don't know how much smart or dumb that is. Mm -hmm. That's just more just catch the rock. Yeah. And I, I think that if he, if if Pat could get his guys to be a better supporting cast for him, mm -hmm. they'll be a better offense because the defense is playing that good. Yeah. And another thing about the Chiefs that I, that wasn't the same in the years past, they're running the ball physical, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. They run the ball physical. So if you get the lead, you have a running back that's going to run that ball super hard, pause, where now you have a chance to take over the game. So I don't know if it's more of a, a, the smart as, as far as the communication. I think it's more of it's the youth. Because Rice is baby. He's, he's young. Yeah, Sky and, Moore, he's young. Yeah, but, but Rice is the only one that gets a pass. Yeah, he, right? yeah, he right, is right. in his rookie season. Sky Moore, you just came off a season winning a Super, super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Right? You should be having some, some solid chemistry with Patrick Mahomes already. MVS, I think this was year six, six seven yeah. for MVS. He wasn't good with y'all. He's been up there. I mean, he was inconsistent with us. The yeah. same thing he did with the Green Bay Packers, he's doing with the Kansas City Chiefs, just inconsistent. But that's not changing this year, Acho. Mm -hmm. So we we going to keep on saying it. That is, that is not changing this year. This is who these guys are this year. Now, going into the offseason, if these are the guys you're coming back into the next season with, then Patrick Mahomes, you probably got a football field in your backyard. You need to get out there and you need to build some chemistry with these young fellas. But it's not changing. And it's a copycat league. People are about to get up in these receivers' faces, mm -hmm. and they are about to challenge them, and they're going to force Patrick Mahomes to throw in tight windows to these receivers that he does not have chemistry with. And that is why this offense's numbers 
are way, way down. No Tyreek Hill, no Eric B. Enemy, and these numbers are way, way down. Joy, very quickly, your Miami Dolphins are now the number one seed. The Chiefs are currently the four seed. Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. That's crazy. Ever played a road playoff game. Again, for clarity, <laughs> the Chiefs are currently the four seed, which means they would have to play four road playoff games in order to win a Super Bowl. He has played none. I see the researcher talking to me about to communicate. Um, with that being said, are you concerned at all, Joy, that the Chiefs are a four seed mm. right now? They yeah. would host one and have to play three road games. Yeah. So they would have to win three road games. Yeah, because they're going to they're gonna win their division. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's concerns about the Chiefs. I, th- I think it would be silly to say that they're not at this point. The numbers are down. The offense is down. They, and, and not that I expected them to blow the Packers out. And, and, and kudos to the Packers. They, they had a great game plan and played really well. Like, it's, they're, they're playing good football right now. So it's not like it's some shame in, in, in them losing, uh, which, by the way, I think we would be remiss to mention how awful the uh, officiating has been this, this past week was insane. Was I don't want to blame on the officials and, um, and thank I'm glad Mahomes said man. like like he does it doesn't shouldn't come down to a call you should be good enough that you shouldn't have to rely on a ref yeah. but I do think we should mention it because it is a conversation like that was it, a flag it's, it's, a, there's a lot going on with the refs yeah, over, over the, the, over the entire weekend and they called a flag on us and the quarterback running with the ball inbound no I agree I agree it's a lot of it was a lot of officiating I just I know fans are complaining about it I want to mention that but it shouldn't come down to a call I do think it is concerning We've never seen it, obviously, and the reason we haven't seen it is because they've been so dominant, they've not had to go on the road at all. But it's less about playing on the road and if, you know, if the Chiefs are capable of winning road games because I think that they are. What my concern is is, is kind of what James is saying is when is – what is chemistry if that's truly the issue, which I don't know if it is chemistry or if it's talent or if, it, if the offense is too complex for everyone and they can't get on the same page. I don't know what it is, but when is that going to get fixed? Because against the good teams, it's going to be a problem. Against the great teams, it's going to be an even bigger issue. So we know Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are going to do what they do, but it's become clear this year that that's not going to be enough. No doubt about it. Well, there are concerns for the Chiefs, more concerns for the Eagles. It was the biggest game of the year, and it was the biggest blowout of Nick Sirianni's career since 2021, early in the season. How wide is the gap between the Niners and the Eagles? It was pure chaos in the link yesterday. We're going to discuss next on Speak. All right, family, enter into the film room because the play that I'm about to show you, it encapsulates the difference right now between the Niners and the Eagles. It's not as much of a talent gap as it is a coaching gap. This one play that you need to see, it embodies the difference in this football game, this 42 to 19 football game. Play close attention to the player highlighted, Nicholas Morrow. Now, who does he have on this play? He has what we say in football, the final number three. You count receivers from the outside in. One, Kittle. Two, Jennings. Three, Debo. Four is currently McCaffrey. And then five on the, or excuse me, the bottom of the screen, number one, would be Ayuk. But here's the problem. As soon as Kyle Shanahan sends Debo in motion, now that count changes. Now Morrow has a new number three. One, two, three, one, two. Now he currently has Christian McCaffrey. Cool, that's easy. Ball's going to be snapped. I have McCaffrey. I have McCaffrey. I have McCaffrey. That's what you're saying to yourself. But again, problem. George Kittle goes across the formation post-snap. So now, number one is going out on a route. Number two is Christian McCaffrey. He's cut blocking. You can't see him. Number three is George Kittle. Number one on the outside is Ayuk. Number two is Debo Samuel. So if you're keeping track at home, when the play started, Morrow had Debo Samuel. Then right before the 
the play, Morrow had Christian McCaffrey. Then right after the play, Morrow had George Kittle. But alleviation for the Eagles, George Kittle is blocking, right? Wrong. Kyle Shanahan has him check releasing after crossing the formation. And this is why this Eagles linebacker is completely lost led to a 32-yard gain when the Niners had yet to score a point, had yet to have any success on offense. Kyle Shanahan shows that he is an offensive wizard. Plus 32 on this play, Niners go on to score, and they do not relinquish the lead the rest of the football game. This is a coaching gap. It wasn't as much as a player in a talent gap as it was Kyle Shanahan showing his brilliance. Heading to the desk, 2-5. You texted me during the course of the game. We rapped about it, really agreeing that Kyle Shanahan is yeah. brilliant, one of the best. But how wide is the gap for you right now between the Niners and the Eagles? I mean, I don't think it's a, a, a wide gap, right? The score was a, was a wide margin. But as far as these two teams, they're still close. One, one team had a better game than the other one. I mean, that happens. It could have been the other way for the Niners. I mean, but I think on any given day, the Eagles can still beat the Niners, right? At the fir- in the first quarter, let's not forget, they had negative yards on offense, the Niners. Then they got it rolling and rolling and rolling. But even in that standpoint, like, we made some stops, so they can be stuck. Mm-hmm. I, I just got to be honest and watch the game. I mean, it's just, mm. it's just hard to do it. <laughs> the boys, they, they listen. That's why we, we, we respect his name like that, because he does have games like this. Mm-hmm. Displays so much smart and brilliance. And, and the way he cut us up and dice us up in, in, in the game plan he had for us. But I think next time we play, we'll have a better game plan. I think the game will be a lot closer. And I think we'll win. I think our, our superstar quarterback will play like it, right? And I think our superstar defense will play like it, because they didn't. And the last thing is, we got to tackle. Mm. Right. Sometimes I think with, with, with two great teams, it'd be the small things, right? Like catching, throwing, catching, like blocking, like tackling. That's the football. If you really, right? You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like you can think here. of, if you, if you didn't watch the game, look at all the stats, you're like, yo, they smashed them, mm-hmm. which they did, but how they smash them. And the thing is, they didn't have a 56 yard bomb touchdown. No. They the had screen that went for 60. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So all the small things we need you to do, go back to the drawing boards, the basics, tackle the ball, carrier. Make him punt it. He throws a five-yard route. It can't go for 45 yards. Touchdown. Mm-hmm. They got to go for five to six yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think the gap is significant. Now, I think the Niners are the best team in football, and I think if you go they beat are. the best on the road and you were, you were right there with them to begin with, then you get to take that spot. That's where they are right now. So that, that's, that was a brilliant performance by the Niners. They recovered from the first quarter being the way that it was, and – smacked the Eagles around for the rest of the game. It was a very significant, convincing win. I don't think that the gap is significant, though, because, again, I know I'm boring, but, like, resume and, you know, equity and what you've done all season long and what you've done against (laughs) other good opponents and all that should matter. And for me, it does. So I don't think that the Eagles are bad now because they lost to the Niners. I don't think that the Niners are significantly way better. I think that the Niners play a specific brand of football that when everything is going right, Thanks for showing up today, but we're going to be beating you down for the rest of this game. They are a very unique team in that way. They are extremely well coached. They are extremely talented and they follow their game plan. And as Shady always says, they go as their defense goes and their defense is brilliant. And though the defense has been playing well as of late, you're seeing the results of that in in consistent beatdowns of really good teams. So I don't think that the gap is significant talent-wise. I don't think the gap is significant uh, probably with resume, obviously. Shannon has a much bigger resume than Sirianni. But I don't think that any of it is significant. I just think that it was a week-to-week game. And we'll learn more about the Eagles over the next couple weeks. Yeah. The gap. Whoo. 
No. No, man, the gap ain't that wide. I I don't want to overreact. I mean, I clearly believe, and we've seen this was a beatdown, right? But I'm not just going to overreact and say the Philadelphia Eagles, if they play tomorrow, the game will look like this again. I think the Philadelphia Eagles will make their corrections. I think the Philadelphia Eagles will come out with a better plan on offense to use Elijah Jalen Hurts' legs a little bit more, and I, I, I truly believe they will make this game a closer game. Not saying I will take the Eagles, but I don't think the gap is truly, truly that big. I think this was... Here, we wanted it more, number one. Y'all thought we was playing. Y'all thought we was saying all them comments on Instagram and, 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 and X and all that and playing. And Debo came out there and then Black Air Force Ones, y'all still thought? <laughs> like, it was a game. Kyle Shanahan ain't smiled yet. Y'all thought it was play-play. This meant something to the 49ers. Uh, y'all ended their season last year, took their quarterback out, had him going through re- – this meant something to the 49ers. And you could tell by the way they played this football game so I strictly believe they wanted it more even though that they were on the road but these Niners players were not playing they They, coming up in all black (laughs) they all came in all black they dressed for a funeral they put the ski masks on (laughs) on all black and they got to work oh I'm hurt I'm devastated that was ghost that was Tommy to the link like yeah, that, like it's yeah, about to go yeah, down, yeah. and they wanted it more, and you've seen it on the football yeah. field. They was not playing Yo. with this team, so I'm not necessarily saying the gap is that big, because I believe the next game, when they do play, the Eagles might come Yo. in all black, and it might mean a little they bit more than the They came through the front door, they came through the back door, they came through the back windows, coach. They came through the windows, coach. It ain't one smile, it ain't uh, one time. I ain't even seen no headphones. They not listen to music. No. Oh, it was man. on some crazy stuff. That's, 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 go. Yeah, murder. Hey, she wrote. Look at me, look at me, though. Oh, uh, you're not black. Nah, he was a nutcase. I wore green for my oh, money. Blame, that's what man. I wore my green for. Oh, I had to um, walk up with the briefcase like I was professional. <laughs> Yo. Can't, you, a, can't try any extra attention. <laughs> that was wow. Niners dressed for a funeral. Mm. They did. And they read the eulogy. They did. Um, the gap, to me, it is substantial. <sighs> like, the here? <laughs> uh, there. <laughs> substantial and the reason it's substantial is when I was watching that game Joy and I was looking at it there was not a position group where I could say the Eagles are better there was not one there were two position groups where I could say it's a toss-up right you could say that quarterback it's a toss-up wide receiver toss-up quite literally the Niners and the Eagles both had 314 yards receiving you could say toss-up but offensive line Niners were better. Mm. Defensive line. Niners were better. Linebacking core. I will not waste my breath. Mm. Secondary, if you include safeties as well, Niners were better. Running back, Christian McCaffrey, I will not again waste my breath. Tight end, as long as Goddard ain't here, I also will not waste my breath. Coaching, type in Brian Johnson right now at home in your X slash Twitter. I dare you to. They call him for the offensive coordinator for the Eagles head. Mm. So I will not waste my breath. From a coaching perspective, from a player perspective, there's no perspective where you can say that the Eagles are better. Are they as good? Yes. But are they better? I can't say it. So that's why, Joy, there is a sizable gap to me. Because nowhere do the Eagles have the advantage. Mm. It's a push. 
hey, let me get insurance, dealer. It's a push. You got blackjack. I got blackjack. Bet. But nowhere do the Eagles have the advantage. Mm. So you have to make up the advantage on a sideline. Sirianni, you got to make up the advantage. Mm. Sean Desai, you got to make up the advantage. Brian Johnson, you got to make up the advantage because you don't have a player advantage. And then how are you going to make up the advantage over Kyle Shanahan? How you gonna do that? But you, but you, you went into this weekend feeling that there was a sizable gap. That's why I said Buster blowout, because I knew that the Niners were going to blow them out. Walking into the parking lot after the show with, but 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 but, 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 but is it a bust or blowout? You, yes. So you, I'm saying, I'm just trying to say, like you learned all of this from this one game. No. Because you didn't feel this way going into this. Weekend. Going into this weekend, I knew if somebody was blowing somebody out, it would be the Niners. Right. The but like, say, bust, say we didn't predict the blowout, right? Like it's win loss because that's how it works in the NFL. Yep. There's no like extra points for the way that they won. So you're saying that you learned all that the, the gap is that much bigger right now off of this one game. No, it confirmed it. It confirmed. I mean, remember, it was pretty ludicrous that I said that the Niners were better than the Eagles two weeks ago. And y'all reminded me just how ludicrous it was when I said the Niners were better than the Eagles two weeks ago. Well, I, like, I had been saying I think the Niners are the best team in football. Now, I also said the Eagles are the most consistent. And you said see, something see. 30 minutes ago, Joy, that was very wise. It's not about necessarily just how high your highs are. How low are your lows? Because if Trent Williams ain't out there... I got really big concerns. If Lane Johnson ain't out there, I have lesser concerns. Yeah. So it's not just about how high are your highs. Also, we have to discuss how low are your lows. Two, so wait, when, when, hold on, man. I, and I don't want to make an ancho case, but when did you say that, that you felt like they were, they were better than the Eagles? Two weeks ago. Okay. And then before the two weeks, did you, you, you thought? Mm-hmm. When they were in that three-game stretch without Trent and without uh, Debo, I was incredibly concerned. Coming out concerned about the offense or concerned about the defense? I vocalized my concerns more about the defense, okay. but I was also concerned about the offense because Brock Purdy had one touchdown, two interceptions, one touchdown, two interceptions. But remember, they beat the Jags 34-3. Jags currently lead their division. Jags, I believe, are 9-3. Yeah. 8-3. They beat the Cowboys 42-10. That, that game, the Niners 42 The Jags, we had the biggest concern, I feel like. I, I Going into that game. So I'm just trying to, so two weeks ago, you thought they were better than the Eagles, but yes. before the two weeks, you didn't think so. When Debo and Trent were hurt, I had my concerns. But it was the defense you was worried about. I vocalized my concerns about the defense, but I was also concerned about Brock. I just didn't vocalize it because I believe it was Joy and James who were more vocally concerned about the Yeah, offense. we were more concerned about the defense. He know where I'm going with this. I'm so, going to let it go, but he know where I'm going with so, this. So really quick. If the Niners and Eagles play five times, you saying the, the Eagles ain't gonna win nothing? Eagles win one. one. Niners win four. That's how far they get. And the four they get, they get blown out. That's how the no. I don't think. I don't think they get. Here's the hard part for me is I'm. If we're really talking ball, yeah. What are the Eagles gonna do a linebacker? Yeah. That's really the dilemma. Like the Eagles have a linebacker problem. Yeah, I mean, but, but hold on, hold on. I mean, you you say, you're saying that, and we did get better. We, we get Shaq coming to Philadelphia. Shaq that's Leonard, gonna, yep. That's gonna matter. Yeah. But like, okay, so. I can't can, can even think of two plays where, where the linebacker was a big issue. McCaffrey had an option route, yep. and then that's the first time I've seen McCaffrey take run that route. I said, go. So that's one. I mean, that, that, that's just a good call from Kyle. Mm-hmm. Either he goes in, he goes out, but this time he broke up. And then you show the, uh, the play with Kittle. Remember the Debo now screen went to the crib. I mean, but you can't play that all yeah, on the, on McCaffrey, on the back. McCaffrey also had a lot of yak yardage, too. Yards after contact as well, too. I mean, but that's not all trenches. That's not, not exclusive. No, no, no. That, that's, so yeah. so I, I, if I had to pick, right, because a lot of like, them plays didn't matter, but mine is up front. We known for being the bullies. We yeah. known for throwing people around. We didn't do that. But and, and we didn't tackle. But here's, my, here's the dilemma for me is, and, and we talked about this all offseason. I was like, I think the Eagles are marginally worse. I think if you just think to yourself that you're going to lose Javon Hargrave and his 10 sacks, 11 sacks, and this like, oh, it's just going to be fine. We're just going to replace him. You're lying to yourself. Brandon Graham is one of my closest friends still in the National Football League. And BG's had a hell of a career. Can we acknowledge the fact that BG's also getting older? 
Like, BG's but, a dog. Like, why you, but BG, he, he don't even play that much. But that's my point. Last year, BG got 10 sacks. Oh, hold on, hold on. Like, so, boy, hold on, though. That matters, you feel it me? It matters. That's but, a 10 sack dude. I know, but when, when you, well, they had a, we, we had a historical year that year. Exactly. Right? That's my so, point. I mean, but every year's not going to be like that. But what I'm saying is, Hargrave left, right? Mm-hmm. The best player on the defense line is who? Jalen Carter. His replacement. But, but, so, but Jalen Carter's not having 10. Jalen Carter's not all pro. He's great. Nah, but, if, but, but like, I'm you, saying if you lose a guy and then the guy that, that you lost, he comes in the same position, he's the best player in the whole defense? You, you helped. Yeah, like, I well, believe what? you helped mitigate it. But this what is, I'm saying is like, and I'll be done. Here's, I don't think the Eagles have enough mm. right now. And Howie Roseman admitted that. To me, James, this was a go-get-help game. Mm. This was a we-need-help game. We've seen those games before. It was the Dallas Cowboys. They went 3-4 and four in 2018 after letting go of Des Bryant. Go get help, mm-hmm. Amari Cooper. We have seen go-get-help games before. Last year, the San Francisco 49ers lost to the Atlanta Falcons 28-14. to Falcons had 168 rushing yards. The San Francisco 49ers had 51. Go-get-help. Mm-hmm. We needed Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but, this, to me, was a go-get-help But that's, help but that's game. who Howie is. Howie, he ain't one of course, we need to get help. He wants to get more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That ain't who he, he, he just a guy that we had a historical year with sacks, and we went out there to get to uh, Jalen Carter. No, 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 no. We went to um, Chicago and got um, just like the, the Robert, Robert Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, Robert we didn't really need Robert Quinn. We want to go get him. Mm-hmm. How he's all about? We just want more. Yeah, more excess. Yeah. yeah. So, so for me, clearly the Niners were the better football team. But I just got one question for you because if the Niners and and Eagles played this weekend, are you taking the Eagles off of what you just seen? I know Shady, he, he eagle, so he's going to No, but, that, but, but that's, a hard, that's a hard question to answer. Uh, yeah, like, not, like next week. Who wouldn't do that? Yeah, like, come I'm on, not, yeah do next that? week I'm going to take the Niners. I think, yeah. I think it's more about with, with both right. of these teams to me. With both, well, I mean, because it is hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I question. probably would take right. the Niners this week. But, yeah. but I, ask me who I'm going to take against the Cowboys. Like, right. Cowboys, Cowboys-Eagles is a significant game. Mm-hmm. This game coming up off of this loss, to me, it will be a, 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 a confirmation of all the concerns that everyone has about the Eagles because you're going up against a division rival. If you lose this game against the Cowboys, now the NFC is back open. Now we're having a whole other conversations. It's a position that you had a stranglehold on for the entirety of the season. And I know we're not ready to, 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 you know, preview the Cowboys game yet, but ask me that after this Cowboys game. The only reason why I ask that question is because I think, and you you hate to be a football team that got to play games like this, but I think for the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the 49ers, they have to play a perfect football game. I I, I really do. And because you get blown out and you had zero turnovers. You had zero turnovers in the game. So it ain't like you made some crucial mistakes. And you still got blown out. So for me, I think the only way they can beat this team is if they play a perfect game. They got to score touchdowns. They got to eat the clock up to to keep this um, offense on the sideline. Like, they have to play a perfect game against the 49ers. That's what was shown yesterday. Y'all making them like world beaters, right? But then a couple couple weeks ago, y'all wasn't doing that. So, like, if you ask anybody, yo, who you going to take next game? Everybody going to say the Niners because what they did. But what I'm saying is, this is what I hate about doing this up and down thing is, y'all praise them like crazy and they deserve it because they bought out. I always thought it was a good uh, team when they were losing. I, I thought they were really, really good. But now, since they winning like that, now y'all loving them. Oh, my God, the Niners is not or that. But before, hold on, before y'all wasn't speaking that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, how can I really take your word? Because you saying this, but then you saying that? I don't know. Well, in court, in court, <laughs> in court, she be set free. <laughs> Should be set free. Yeah, because they, the, the, the judge will say, well, you know, hey, man, three weeks ago you said this, now you're saying that. I don't. 
So at the end, but at she got to walk. She's free. At the end of the day, Shady, you get new information. Just like me, okay. Joy, I so we stood. Hold on, hold on. Let me talk. We stood up here mm-hmm. uh, last week and we said the Eagles was the best team in football, right? Who your best team in football right now? Niners, because we've seen what happened. When the Niners went through that stretch, we was on them. We was on Brock Purdy. Y'all was on the defense. I was on Brock Purdy. You got to play better just because all your starters are not there. But when this team is healthy like they are, they beat down the Jags. They beat down the Seahawks. And they just beat down the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, and I'm I'm done with it, right, Your Honor? (laughs) The way that y'all going by it, y'all can never, ever be wrong, Right? When they were going through their issues and all that, I said, yo, they still a good team. They having issues. The Eagles, we up and down, we a good team. We find ways to win. I ain't flip-flopping and all that. So I'm going to leave it like this. The Niners are a really, really good team. They're the best team in football. Eagles are a really, really good team. One team beat the other one. I'm not going up and down. The Eagles are a terrible team because they lost by that at points. Y'all might do that. I'm not. in football last Yo, week was Philly. Now it's the Niners. You rest my case. Your Honor, rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> now it's the Niners this week. Uh, oh, why well, you ain't staying consistent with the Eagles? Look, if you're going off of what you see. Ten toes, bro. You're going off of what you see, Hold here for a beat, please. Because if y'all think this is a debate, wait till you hear the debate about college football. They left out the best team in the ACC. An undefeated Florida State is not going to the college football playoffs. It is the most discussed and deliberated conversation in sports this weekend. How in the heck did the committee do that? I'm breaking it down next. Who wants to see Florida State play without their quarterback? Is Dion playing? All right, family, I am here with Dave Hellman, college football expert. Now, Dave, I apologize in advance for the conversation we're about to have because it was chaotic. College football playoff rankings had everybody in a tizzy, so let's talk about it. They put in number one, Michigan, number two, Washington, number three, Texas, number four, Alabama, but the glaring omission was an undefeated Florida State team. I need you to do something for me if you can. Okay. Tell me why the committee got it right by leaving out an undefeated Florida State team. Because these two matchups are very easy to sell. A lot of brand name power, a lot of star power. Looks really good on the graphics that a four-letter network is going to be advertising all through the holiday season. They're going to do crazy ratings. That's why they got it right. I mean, pause, if you're trying to pause, make... pause, pause. Florida State is a big-time program. They're a huge program. So it can't just be because it's Alabama a... has a bigger name. What's the most important position in the sport? Quarterback. What does Florida State have? Mm. Third string on Saturday night, probably a backup when they finally play their bowl game. You got Bama, Jalen Milrow, fringe Heisman candidate. We know all about Quinn Ewers. Michael Penix could win the Heisman. Everybody should know J.J. McCarthy. At the very least, Michigan's won three straight Big Ten titles. You talk about the hype, the brand power, all of that. That's that's why, in my opinion, these are sexier matchups, easier matchups to sell. And I'll I don't want to be a hypocrite. I'm gonna watch the hell out of this. These are two great games. Okay. That's why they did it. That's why they got it. Then right. tell me this, because so many people have said that they got it pivotally wrong. That Florida State is undefeated. What they promised you is if you are a power five team and you run through the gauntlet of a power five schedule and you go undefeated, you are promised to be in the college football playoffs. But they lied you to were, Florida you State. You were promised. You were promised. Why yeah. they How'd they get it wrong and why'd they get it wrong? It's the, the games are supposed to matter. And that's at the end of the day, like I said, I'm gonna watch this, but they did get it wrong in my opinion, because what you do on the field is supposed to matter. The committee sat down in a ballroom in our little hometown, Dallas, Texas, <laughs> and they said, Florida State doesn't have a chance. It doesn't matter what they've done. They don't have their starting quarterback. They can't win this game. They made the matchups based on predictive results. I 
just want to take a minute to remind everybody, TCU was an eight-point underdog last year against Michigan. Michigan How did yeah. that work out? They decided what was going to happen a month from now or what they think is going to happen sure. a month from now. Sure. Matters more than what happened all season long. Okay, but if we're being honest, the two Florida State quarterbacks, after Jordan Travis got injured, Jordan Travis, he likely would have been in the Heisman. He had a lower leg injury. He's out. Then you have Roadmaker and you have Brock Glenn. Yes. I believe you have Glenn. Those two quarterbacks against Power 5 teams, 25 for 47 in eight quarters. 25 completions out of 47 passes in eight quarters. Could Florida State have competed against Michigan had we put them in at the four spot? Okay, quarterback's important, don't get me wrong, but what do I know about Florida State? I know Jared Verse is going to get drafted real, real high. Badass pass rusher. If you're an NFL fan, you're going to want him rushing the quarterback for your team next year. I know Keon Coleman, the wide receiver, regardless of the quarterback play, is good for some of the most highlight reel catches of the season. Every other week, he's doing something insane. I think they absolutely could have given Michigan a game because I saw TCU do the same thing. This is a loaded team. Yes, quarterback is a problem. Yes, I don't think Florida State can win the national title as currently constructed. I would have liked to see him get a shot. Do you think that, because I understand where the committee was going. The committee went with best instead of most deserving. Yeah. Florida State is most deserving, but they believe that Alabama is the best. Do you believe, do you believe that the committee got it more right than they got it wrong? No, I think they got it more wrong. And oh, wow. I, I do. And maybe, again, maybe that sounds silly because these are going to be two banger matchups. Like, this is, this is yeah. going to be good football. But I, as a longtime college football fan, the journey here. is what matters. Like, proving it on the field is what matters. They lost at home to a team that's in the field. We know what they can do. They also struggled throughout the season. They benched their quarterback. Texas A&M, Arkansas, Auburn, these are all teams that almost beat Alabama. And basically what we did was say, these guys have been recruiting five stars for the last five years. They're probably pretty good. Even though the resume of what we've seen doesn't particularly show it, and I know they beat Georgia, I don't care. Undefeated, Power 5 Conference, Florida State scheduled two SEC teams this year, by the way. Beat them. Beat the crap Both. out of my LSU Tigers, beat Florida on the road without their quarterback. I think the resume is pretty damn good. This is going to be good football. This was the more deserving team. Woo! Well said, well said. Well, when we return, how deserving is Dak Prescott of MVP right now? As they... Woo! <laughs> you gonna let me do an NFL play? Hey, come back for doing? that conversation after the break. This is Speak. Come on my side, Dad. <laughs> Family, we're in overtime, but this is the most important conversation really in sports right now. The Dak Prescott MVP conversation. Whoa. I have since updated my ballot. Jalen Hurts is still number one because I respect the entire body of work, which is the season. Dak Prescott, though, is now number two, if I'm not mistaken, leads the National Football League in touchdown passes. Then you see Patrick Mahomes, unfortunately, just took a loss to a tongue of Iowa and the Miami Dolphins. They are rolling. And if you were watching the game at all last night, you will finally fully realize Trent Williams' value. When the Niners found nothing, they found the left side of the offensive line Ooh. and Christian McCaffrey. He, he found a gap and they found the end zone. That's the updated ballot. Dak Prescott officially climbed up to number two in my MVP rank. Kings, James Jones, mm. he's number two for me, my ballot currently. For you. For you. But is he the MVP right now? Yeah, let me circle that. <laughs> One, yeah, you know. If not, yeah, you know. James going to circle you know, something yeah. on his paper. He's going to write it and I'll, circle I'll, it. I'm trying to tell you. Come on, man. You, you, still, you still ain't giving Dak. Number one, full season. Dak Prescott is playing the best football. Right now, he is. A whole he season. Is. 
Well, a whole season. You talk about one bad game against the San Francisco 49ers. Jalen Hurst just had that. Sure. Yeah. Like, we we talking about one game. Since that Niners game, Dak Prescott has been playing lights out. There's <clears> no <throat> quarterback in the National Football League that just has been flawless for 13 weeks. No doubt. But the hottest and really the most consistent quarterback in the National Football League this year, mm-hmm. playing at the highest level, is Dak Prescott. With the star on his helmet, right? Can he, can he be consistent if this defense don't play well? He showed you he can do that. Dak Prescott has been making all the right plays. Dak Prescott, every time he stepped on the football field since that Niners game, has been the best player on the field, including when they played the Philadelphia Eagles. Sure. Whether you win or lose, he was the best football player. Dak Prescott is number one. I know Vegas agree with me. You don't. But Dak Prescott is number one, man. Come on. He's playing the best football right now. I don't Shady. think Vegas Period. agrees. Well, I don't think Vegas agrees. Hey, well, they need I'm to. I don't think they agree. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the odds are right now. They need to. Joy, is Dak the MVP right now? Uh, Dak is playing the best quarter, best ball for a quarterback in the NFL right now. That's what the MVP is, right? Yeah, the best quarterback, say, best say, quarterback yeah. playing because he doesn't have all of the so best he statistics. Number one? He doesn't have all the best statistics. One, Brock Purdy so. has more of the top. So we, but Brock's in the conversation too. We'll get there. I think Dak is playing the best quarterback right now. So he's not your MVP. How you define MVP, he is not. I, I got to be honest, like, I don't know what the MVP is this year, and I don't say that. I know Cowboys fans think I hate Dak. I don't. It's, I have absolutely nothing against this man. I've defended him his entire career. I, I think Dak is a great franchise quarterback, and he's playing the best football of his career, and I think the Dallas Cowboys are winning in large part <clears> to what, how Dak is playing. I think he is playing the best at the quarterback position this year. I think this year is a very unique year. I don't know what it's going to look like against the best teams. So I would like to see what Dak Prescott, if Dak Prescott keeps up this pace of play against the stretch of teams that they're about to play, have at it. But right now, yeah. he's not your MVP. Who's your MVP right now? I, I, I still think it's Jalen Hurts. So for by, me, by a slight margin, yeah. This, this is why I'm starting to hate this award, seriously, though. Because it's coming down to just being the best quarterback. No right? question. And right now, there's no great quarterbacks playing. No, and I will say this, Dak Prescott, uh, lately... Mm-hmm. Because I guess you're forgetting about the other six games. He had six touchdowns and four points. I guess you're forgetting about that. Right. But uh, of lately, Dak is playing the best. He's, he's playing. I've never seen him play this good. Right? I don't know picks. He's just playing confident. He's in that pocket. Right? But it's really not him. It's really not Jalen Hurts either. Or Patrick Mahomes. It's really Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's really Tyreek Hill, though. The MVP should be Tyreek Hill. He should be our favorite. He's on pace to do something we've never seen before. Right? And you look at the Dolphins. Right? I, I guess... We give a lot of tools, a lot of credit, and he's doing a phenomenal job. But without Tyreek Hill, we kind of know what he really is. And it's not a, it's not a tool shot. I'm saying the, the, the effect that Tyreek Hill has on his team. We've seen Tyreek Hill go from the Kansas City Chiefs giving out crazy, crazy work, right? Super productive. Then he goes to the, to, to the Dolphins in Miami. I didn't know if I expected to, to see this. I know he'd be good because he's one of the best players I've played with. I know how good he is. Yeah. But this dude is, like, being great, great, great. And it's like when we look at the numbers and and – how valuable you are to your team, how valuable you are to the league, it's not a quarterback right now. Yeah. It's really Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. This guy's 5'8". It's my boy. He'll be mad at me. He's 5'8", <laughs> right? He's playing like a big boy. Yeah. He's on pace to do things like better than uh, Calvin Johnson, a 6'5". Phenom. James, uh, can you I, hold your thought? Because oh, we're coming right back to this conversation man. after commercial oh, break. No, write your thought down and circle it. Because we're going to come after the thought and you're going to forget. Write your thought down and circle it. We're going to come at seven for the first couple weeks of the season. Revisiting this conversation as soon as we come back. 
Back to the Dak Prescott conversation. James Jones, the thought we've been waiting for. Yeah, man, because you guys keep on saying body of work whole, whole season. Jalen Hurts started this football season off with seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. He was not playing good football, and he's number one on a lot of y'all's list if we're talking about the whole season. So that's why I'm saying if we're talking about whole season of putting together a season, Dak Prescott has been playing better than Jalen Hurts. Right, he got 13 tush push touchdowns, but they count. You can't take them away. But them, them plays, like, are those plays? And not, I'm not I don't want to bash Jalen Hurts or take nothing away from Jalen Hurts because I like Jalen Hurts. Like it, but like when it. you talk about full season and y'all keep saying Dak Prescott beginning of the season, Dak Prescott has been playing more consistent than Jalen Hurts all season long. But so, um, I hear you on the booty ski, but. We got 13 touchdowns for 13 yards. What what do we do with Dak's start to the season then? It didn't happen. Right? Like like yeah. if if we want to include that, and I'm willing to hear this That's conversation. That's what I'm saying. If I you include think, Dak's part of the season, then Dak should be number one. That's all I'm saying because he was playing. Wait wait wait, wait wait to start this. Here's the, here's the other part. This is why this was frustrating me the first time it came around. And I'm kind of getting with shady. Like we're gonna we need to define what it is for the MVP this season because if we're talking about the best player in the league, truly, right? That's what the MVP is, or is it just the best statistical quarterback throughout the season or through the end of the season? Because we don't want to count the beginning of the season for well, either I'm of with these. Y'all, I would love. And, and, I'm a receiver. I would love to see Tyreek Hill get it because none of these quarterbacks are playing lights out. I would love that. But we all know as we sit up here on this desk today it ain't going to anybody else but a quarterback and which quarterback should that be or will it be and right now it should be that but, but, but right now but also if we're going to do that can we just wait to the end of the season like can we see how the Cowboys perform statistically against these against these good teams because they just beat it's the topic okay so then is it safe for us to say we don't know yet because they just the team they beat in the Seahawks who was one game above 500 and is now 500 because of that loss was the first team that they've beaten with a winning record since week two. Six, for, six and five. Six. For me, it's close. I have Jalen Hurts at one. I have Dak at two. But it's simple. Jalen beat Dak. The rosters are comparable. Jalen beat Dak. If Dak beats Jalen and he has the opportunity to do so in six yeah, days. Yeah, in six days. Then Dak will easily leapfrog Jalen. It's like the college football okay. playoffs right now. Okay, so. so if you beat him, Dak will leapfrog him. I'm counting their whole bodies of work. Dak's and Jalen's. Dak beat, lost to Jalen. That's why Jalen's my win. Okay, so both these defense for Philadelphia go out here and dominate and the game is 7-3. Who the MVP? Who won? Dallas. Dak, Dak is your MVP? Because he's right here. He's right here to him right now. So if Dak beats him, then now all of a sudden, Jalen no longer has the best record argument. Cowboys would have a better record. Jalen no longer has the I'm Amen. better than you argument. Well, they'd have a better record as it pretends to winning percentage against the NFC team. So they would be the number one seed currently. The Eagles would be the number five seed. So if Dak does beat him, Dak would have beaten uh, uh, the Seahawks. He would have beaten them boys in, 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 in Philly. He would be the one. So for me, it really just comes down to Dak got to beat them. So this game, this, this game is for the MVP. This weekend. Right, yeah, for, okay. for the MVP right. after your, week 16. Okay. Yes, sir, after week 16. All right, well, yesterday's <laughs> game, it came down to a security. Big Dom Get your hands getting off. thrown out in Dre Greenlaw. Linebacker for the Niners. But whose side are you on in the feud scene around the world? I know what side you want. Quick question. Is he smart? Uh, linebacker Dre? for that? Play like it. It's not an answer. I said, is he smart? Oh, no. 
Things got heated. Third quarter of the game yesterday. Dre Greenlaw, Pro Bowl linebacker for the Niners, at least he should be, got into it with Big Dom, security guard who Shady and I know all too well. Both oh. were ejected, but you throw out a player and you throw out a security guard, 2-5. Whose side are you on? Niners or Big Dom? I mean, this is obvious. I'm with Big Dom. Listen, you, don't, you guys don't know Big Dom. Big Dom ain't for them games. Mm -hmm. He's the type of dude, F around to find out. And this might not be the end of it. I, don't, I know Big Dom. He might be trying to look for Green Law somewhere <laughs> somehow yeah. in the bank. I mean, he, he's the, <laughs> the best thing is, he's how you know, you have no equipment on, but you're in trouble for fighting with players. You got to love Big Dom for that. <laughs> he's the head of security. I mean, you can love him or not, but don't put your hands on me, man. Oh, come, I mean, That's smart. He, he got the, one of the best linebackers the game. He, sh he should not have gotten thrown out of the game. Bro, come on. He should, he should not have had That's him thrown trash. out of the game. They, need, like they need to get this rule. If a coach or security guard put their hands on a player and the player react that way, but he didn't put his hands on him. He's out. breaking up a fight. Yeah, everybody's yeah, everybody's yeah, involved. That's right. Everyone's involved. Hey, 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 h